Hi, welcome to Snack Circle. I'm Jordan. And I'm Marin. Grab yourself a snack and let's hang out. We're back home. We were both traveling and with our families. Jordan, how was your week in Arizona? It was so much fun. We had a a good Christmas. However, my brother got stuck in like the snowpocalypse where they canceled like all the flights. So for a while we were saying that he betrayed Christmas and then he got offended. So sorry, Drew, like it's fine. Christmas was fine, but he did have to fly in on Christmas because like Mm. every flight was canceled for like three days. And I feel like that ruined a lot of people's holidays. Like that was insane. People could not get anywhere. So he flew in on Christmas, but my mom got a puppy. Well, my dad got my mom a puppy for Christmas. And I've known since Thanksgiving, but I wasn't allowed to tell my siblings. And I tell my siblings everything. So that was really, really hard. So it was so nice to not have to keep that secret anymore. And yeah, we just celebrated with the family. We were like hot tubbing every night and going out to dinner. And that sounds so fun. Yeah, seeing like our little childhood friends that you only see when you go home and all that fun stuff. And now we're back in New Mexico and my whole family came with me. So we're all here, which is Um, fun. How long is your family staying in New Mexico? I think they're only going to stay till maybe like Tuesday. I think Drew leaves tomorrow because he's going straight back to Colorado. Yeah. Was he flying on Southwest? Was it just the Southwest situation or was it just because it was snowing? No, he was in Alaskan air, but it was the snow. Like they were completely, it was like freezing or snow rain, freeze rain. Can you tell we're from the desert? I'm like, when the, I'm like, when they can't do anything, like they couldn't do anything. (laughs) When it cannot fly. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And so he was supposed to come in the 23rd and then he couldn't fly until the 25th. Like that's how bad it was. It was days. And I, we were like, well, you could get on the Greyhound bus for 31 hours. And he was like, no. He's like, I so, will not be doing that. He's I like, I'll realize, just arrive. I didn't realize how many people use Southwest. And I feel like everyone I know who was flying and traveling flew Southwest and they all got their mm-hmm. flights canceled. And I was like, I feel like Southwest had such a good reputation and I know like I love I mean we're pretty them. loyal to Southwest but yeah I feel like that's how people are I'm like if this was Delta I would understand you know Delta like, <laughs> or like sure. Frontier Allegiant like, sure that had to happen but Southwest I'm like what went a lot of resources I know so kind of a mess but It was fun and it's always chaotic. So we always plan on there being a little bit of chaos, but how was your Christmas in Albuquerque? Yeah, it was good. Okay. I need to address something. Last week on the podcast, I said I was going to the counterclock live show and that was just like literally my mom brain. I'm going to the deck live show. Counterclock is not touring. It's the deck with Ashley Flowers. So if anyone listened to that and they're like, she is a liar. (laughs) I'm so so sorry I did not mean to (laughs) but just want to clear that up you know sometimes I talk and I don't know what I'm saying um but yeah we're in ABQ with the fam um we did a secret Santa with all my siblings so we each got a sibling and got to give them a little gift my brother Andrew got me these super cute 
clay mugs from this coffee shop in Albuquerque called Whiting Coffee Co. And Whiting is my last <gasps> name. And so they're so cute because so we are obsessed with coffee and they're just like these really pretty handmade clay mugs. And, you know, when we go to Albuquerque, Nick is a big Yelp foodie person. Like he literally has all of his food places lined up. He's like, when we go to a new city, we have to go to these places, which is great because like in my mind, that is what I want to do. But I don't have the, I don't think ahead. Like in the moment, I'm just like, what are we going to do today? I don't know. And I panic. But Nick is so like planned out when we do these things. So we went to this bakery in Albuquerque that we actually went to Jordan, the Berkey Bakery. Went to. I loved that place. It was cute. Um, The line was so long and it was so cold, but they had a little violinist outside like playing Christmas music. and that was fun they gave us a little biscuitito with our coffee and I was like I forgot Nick was like what is this little cookie and I was like Nick and I realized New Mexico yeah I forgot that it was just a little New Mexican thing and that reminded me of the Mexican wedding cookies you would always make us those are my it's my holiday gift truly to make Mexican wedding cookies. It's the only thing I can make, like the only thing I can bake that is like 100% going to turn out. Everybody loves them. It's my claim to fame. The only thing is they do have nuts, but I have made them without nuts and I've also made them gluten-free before. So I, I know I, because my aunt's gluten-free. So I've strayed from the recipe and they're always good. We're going to have to link the recipe on the podcast, podcast stories. Um, I got a green chili croissant at Berkey Bakery. Oh my which God. was so good. Nick got an eggnog cruffin, which is a croissant muffin. And it had like a little tiny, it looked like an eyedropper, but I'm sure there's a word for it, but you know, like fancy food places where like they put liquid oh, yeah. in the little bulb and they like stick it inside. <laughs> and so he got like a little shot of eggnog with his cruffin and he loved it. Um, and then he got a little eggnog latte. He's an eggnog person. He like always makes homemade eggnog. I feel like eggnog is very controversial around the holidays though. Mm-hmm. Are you an eggnog I'm not person? an eggnog. No, no, I don't do eggnog. It's a lot of, I feel like it's a lot of textures for you. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, wait, this is a lot for me. Um, but no, like, of course, Nick's making his own, like he's going off. He always, he's like the store stuff is not good. It's too syrupy. It has to be homemade. I got to meet my little baby nephew, Wesley, Nick and Skylar. My brother's name is also Nick. People don't know that, but they had a little (laughs) baby last month and he is so small and squishy. And like, he still does the little newborn scrunch when you pick him up and, it's so, so cute. Sweet. It's so cute seeing my brother as a dad because I feel like we're very similar in our parenting methods. Like we're just like obsessed with our babies and like so protective just and like literally murder someone if they look at our babies wrong. But like we just like want to hold them. So it was really yeah. sweet to see them like that. Um, Paxton is like big enough where he can actually play with Sage, which is my other nephew. Um, because they're like nine months apart and they're like both this they're the same size Paxton is a giant like I did not realize that he is a giant because he really doesn't have anyone like super close to his age here like he has like a three-year-old friend but that's really it like no one Mm -hmm. is like toddling about like him the way he is and so when I saw him next to Sage I was like 
you are uh, a formula fed baby like you are a big baby suddenly like he went from being like he he was a tiny little guy like Pax he was was so small like pod he was really a tiny baby no like but he has like grown he's like in the 98th percentile for height like he's gonna he's probably gonna be taller than Nick which is crazy but he like just wanted to hug Sage and like follow him around. They like would push each other on the little scooter things. And Aww. it was really fun to see them play together and interact. And obviously my mom was just like living her best life, knitting all the things, just <laughs> knitting like little items for the new baby's mobile and just knitting baby sweaters. And just, I she's love so sweet. That. It was so good. Arriving as a grandma. Wow. Yeah. I'm like, I'm sad now that the holidays are over. Like I love the holidays and just like doing nothing and it always goes by so quick. And now like we're in that weird time where it's like, like life has no meaning. Like the days in between Christmas and New Year's where you're like, okay, like, yeah. Should I plan my whole year? Should I just like binge Wednesday Adams on Netflix with my entire family, which is what we did. Yeah, no, that is the correct option. I like that option Mm -hmm. a lot. And so everyone knows we're recording this on December 31st, but it will go live on January 2nd. So it'll already be the new year, but we are still living in the limbo of the weird week. Yeah. But I like the week between New Year's and Christmas. It was like, I was like always that my favorite. no expectation. Yeah. yeah. I love how the whole world is like, we are on the same page. Like we are not working. We're shutting down. Like some of my friends who are working, which is very privileged for me to say, but like my friends who are going back to like their corporate jobs or like they're working this week. I'm like, who did that to you? Like, can we not like as America, just yeah, can we not? Let's decide just let that the this people rest. I know we need it. We need this time to just bop around and go to New Mexico and go to the farm. Like that's what we need. That's to crazy doing. that by the time that you're listening to this, it's already the new year. 2023. Crazy. I'm ready. I'm ready for it to be the new year. I, me too. I didn't have a, horrible 2020 it was 2020 no it's 2022 oh Oh my god no don't bring up 2020 you know just the past three years have been 2020 no like 2022 was just we're here it's not Mm -hmm. amazing it's not horrible it's there were a lot of things that kind of canceled each other out it was a lot of newness a lot of sad moments a lot of happy moments a lot of different things but I'm like I'm not feeling nostalgic about 2022 like I'm really excited for what's ahead and like I feel like this year was a good building block of going through hard stuff learning new things and getting ready for this next year this next chapter of what's going on Yeah, I think that's similar, but I'm like, well, actually my 2022 wasn't great. Neither was 2021 though. And so I feel like, like I kind of limped into 2022. It was really kind of a ish show. Like it was not great. And so now 2023, like has got to be better. Like we, I really think this could be a good year because yeah, I think that I'm I'm determined to make it a good year because this past year was a little cray cray, but yeah, you were sick for a lot of it. 
a lot of yeah. past two years. I know. I was looking because you know, like how you go through and you like look at like what you did every month. And I'm like, oh, like five months of this year, I was truly just extremely ill. And like yeah. just laying around, which is not like I'm not somebody who really gets sick, but I was so sick. And I think a lot of it was stress. Like I couldn't take time off work. So I was just working really hard and then I couldn't mm-hmm. get better. Yeah. So I was like with a lot of doctors and stuff. So that was, that was crazy. But now I'm so happy that I'm healthy. Like <laughs> I never right. want to feel like that again. Yeah. I, there's this TikTok sound going around and I feel like it's been popular in the past, but it said something along the lines of you don't realize how important being healthy is until you're sick and until you go through that season of your life where you're just like not chronically sick but you know like you just keep kind of getting knocked down and you don't have that space or time to recover and like really give your body what it needs because for you you're a teacher and what are you gonna do Yeah. yeah like there's a shortage and you have to be there for your kids and it's so hard because you do have a job where you kind of get put second because your kids are always first for you and it's so hard and yeah it's really rough here's to a healthy new year I know I'm like truly like I'm taking my vitamins my supplements I'm like this is not happening again okay um but yeah so we're gonna talk a little bit this episode about kind of our resolutions what we're looking forward to how we're just going into the year um with rose-colored glasses on I love that so do you we each want to say one of our new year's resolutions like bounce back and forth like we did last episode okay perfect okay so my first new year's resolution is a thousand hours outside so it's a thing that people do with their kids a lot and Paxton is so little, like he would definitely spend 10,000 hours outside. Like he always wants to be outside. He's always grabbing my hand and taking me to the door. He always has his little shoes in his hand. Like we're putting these on, like he tries to put on our shoes. He wants to go outside. So a thousand hours outside for the whole year that averages out to about three to four hours a day in spring and summer. And then one hour a day in the winter months or fall when it's a little bit colder, but where we live it's super doable because there's so much to do outside we can go to the river we can go hiking we can go camping we can just play in our backyard um it's a little rough when it's so hot in summer but that's what the river is for and just playing in water hopefully we are not in a severe drought like we were last summer but yeah that's definitely one of my things I saw it floating around with some of my friends last year about a thousand hours outside and this year I'm like yeah we can do that I'm not gonna like be tracking it or anything very specific but I just like want to bring awareness to it and be like yeah let's make sure we get our hours each day and at the end of the year yeah. we'll have it that's so. such a good one too because I feel like it's so it's good for you and then it's also good for your family like for yeah. Paxton and little baby boy yeah his name we're not we don't know but <laughs> a mystery boy <laughs> Yeah, that's a great one. So my first resolution is to prioritize creativity. 
this year. Um, when I turned 25 at the end of June, I kind of woke up and like on the day and was like, I feel like I have not been creative in years, like in so many years. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, and I feel like that's where I thrive. I, and I kind of forgot, I guess, because we get busy with work and we were just, it was a weird time in life. And when college ended, like I worked, went straight into the workforce. And, um, so like right away I started my novel and then I started taking ballet classes. And now I'm thinking of like, I'm kind of missing performing and being on stages and stuff, which I never used. Like, I was always like, that chapter is closed. Like, I never want to do that again. But now I'm like, well, why? Like, why did I say that? And why did I put such a hard stop on that? So this year, I'm just really wanting to prioritize being creative and kind of just nurturing that side of myself that I feel like I let fall to the wayside because of being busy and all that. So hopefully it's a very creative year. Um, and creativity is just fun. Like it's fun mm-hmm. to be imaginative. And um, I think I'm a happier and better person when I'm prioritizing that. Yeah. And I feel like as adults, we don't get a lot of opportunity to be creative. Like in school, we have art class and we have you know, our little hobbies that we do, we are part of the dance team or whatever, like we have so many outlets. And then when we become adults, people just stop giving those things to us. And we have to really make an intention to like go out and do those things. And it's not always productive. And so it's hard to see value in it, but it is so valuable to still like be creative and like be in touch with that side of our brain. So it's really fun. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited. Um, my next one is that I want to go on more dates with Nick (laughs) it's so hard to ask people to babysit because it's such a big time commitment living so far from town but I don't want that to stop us and it's not that people won't or that we don't have resources for that but it I get so in my head that I'm like oh it's just a big commitment we have to be away from Paxton and I know it'll just be harder when we have our other little baby boy in March and it's just a lot of excuses where I could just easily be like, no, we're going to do this, like pick a day. It could be like once a month or, you know, and just make that time and go do those fun things that we can't do with little kids. Like we want to go to Six Flags and ride all the roller coasters. And obviously I cannot do that because I'm pregnant. And so we're like just lining up all the things that we want to do when I can drink alcohol again and go (laughs) ride roller coasters and I feel like with Paxton, I never really looked forward to those things, but I just feel like I've been pregnant for so long and um, I'm excited to have our little baby and then be able to like kind of have my body back and be able to do things that are just fun and without kids um, and have that good balance because I think so much of my time has just been about our kids and just like being with Paxton and making sure like all these things. And that's amazing. And I love him, but it's also like he runs around and he wants to do his own things or we have to switch off. Like, and I just want us to have like fun experiences, just the two of us more in 2023. Cause 
it'll just make us better parents and yeah so that's one of my yeah I love that one of my best friend's parents like I always think of them because they were so good about that like getting away just the two of them and they would like so my best friend and her siblings would come stay with us sometimes and then they would type up like schedules for them so like where they were going each day while their parents were out of town and they would just have these like fun adventures while and their kids were having fun adventures with us like just getting to hang out with their friends every day and I feel like that I still remember that being so sweet that they just prioritize that time with each other. Like they're like, you know what? The kids, like other people love them. Like they'll be fine. Let's go hang out. Like we're besties. So yeah, that's that's the biggest piece that I have to remember is that other people enjoy spending time with Mm -hmm. Paxton and our future baby. Like people want to hang out with your baby. They want to hold your baby. They want to help you. (laughs) Yeah. And I just forget. I just feel like it's such a burden, but I have to remember Mm -hmm. like that's fun for other people too. Or just give some girly pop some babysitting money too, you know? Yeah, I love that. Mm -hmm. What a good one. My second resolution is to work my contract hours and not work beyond my contract hours at the point that I have previously. And I, because I think that, why well, know that it's just a, you know, it's a, one of the parts of teaching is that there's so m- much work that you can't get it all done in the day. But I last year really was burnt out. And part of it was because I got sick too. And I just was like, so over it. And I, I love my job, but I do want it to be like my job and mm-hmm. not my whole identity. And I mean, I guess my resolutions kind of work together because that's kind of also why I want to just do other things with my time than just like always planning and working and making things. And because I do believe that you can be a good teacher and not devote your entire life to, um, you know, your job. Like, I really do believe that. So I'm just going to be really intentional. um, Like, I'm going to set alarms like after school, like try to only work like 30 minutes past my contract time instead of like an hour and a half or two hours and I'm gonna try to everyone's gonna laugh at me that's like my my coworkers that listen to this podcast because I always get to school at seven it's like a joke because we don't have to be there till 7 45 but I'm gonna start to go in at 7 15 and not be there 30 minutes early like that's my big resolution so if you work with me and you see me there at seven please remind me of this and so yeah I just (laughs) you need to go to your car and wait um so and I just think hopefully if I can prioritize that I'll just be happier like and I just won't feel so stressed and that's good for the kids too like it's not good for the kids to have a teacher who's like their entire life is their job because then you're just stressed and you have to be happy to teach Yeah. And I think that pursuing those creative things and giving yourself that time will just bring that fun into the classroom. Like whatever you learn and do, it's kind of like when you're a parent too, where if you have your own stuff and you have, and your kids get to see you enjoying something like your hobbies and your creativity, kids are just so like, they just want to learn from you and be like you because you're such a great example to them. And you're showing them that you still do ballet, like you still make time for art and 
those fun creative things and I think that'll just enrich your classroom so much better to see that you're a real person and you have an identity outside of being a teacher like that'll just make you a better teacher but I think that's so cute that you go to your classroom so early I would straight up be that hot mess teacher rolling up at 7 30 like 7 45 7 47 probably like <laughs> literally just like I'm here like I was a hot mess when I was a student teacher I'm surprised I even graduated because I was late a lot but that's really cute. No. you're like just love it and you're like I'm yeah here. I'm prepared it's really cute. I do I I do love it and and I want to always love it and I think that if I am working this hard forever I won't always love it so I need to kind of keep myself in a space where I can love it for a long time because this is my career so yeah Yeah. so what's your third resolution okay so mine kind of goes along with what we're talking about is just like having a life outside of what your main thing is like obviously my main job is being a mom right now and I also have a part-time job of doing social media and marketing stuff for um, the camp that Nick and I work for. But I want to, I feel like this year I learned a lot about the same thing of longevity in something and like doing something well for a long time because I've kind of looked back and realized I only really commit to things for like two years at a time. And I'm kind of a sprinter. I'm not a marathon runner. (laughs) Like I will just like do something for like, two years and then be like, okay, I'm literally burnt out because I exhausted myself in this area and I'll be ready to go do something new. And with the job I do right now, like I want it to be something I do for a while because I do enjoy it. But what makes me not enjoy it is I put so much pressure on myself and like overcommit. And I want to have better boundaries with that. And especially having a baby in March, that's just a whole other thing. And Washington maternity leave is amazing I got three months off like three months paid Nick did too which like is unheard of in this country of the United States yeah and Nick's gonna get like I think two or three weeks off and I like um am just part-time so I don't like get any paid leave or anything like that but I want to definitely take some time off and But I want to like jump back into the things I enjoy sooner than I did with Paxton. Like I loved those three months with him and I had a C-section and that's like really hard recovery. And so I'm really glad I got that time. But I feel like I kind of put myself in a box by having that much time. I got a little lazy and not that being a mom to a newborn is lazy because that's a lot of work but I realized that I didn't really have anything outside of that and so around six months postpartum I had a little bit of a like like what am I doing what do I like what are my things outside of just being a mom and I had to kind of re-explore all of that so this time around in March I want to have the better boundaries of like I'm going to do my job when I'm supposed to and like have those hours and like get it done and do it well and have fun doing it And then just, you know, transition to those other, you know, because now it all kind of bleeds together. And I want to have that time where I'm like, this is my time I'm working. This is my time I'm doing something fun. And this is my time of just like getting to be with my kids and not worrying about work or anything else. And so, yeah, I want to have better balance with all of that. Yeah. I like how like all our resolutions are like 
like similar, like 2023 is the year of like having fun and, and realizing what we like and yeah, kind of connecting to like our, I don't know, like our, the part of us that isn't so obsessed with like getting stuff done and being productive. Mm-hmm. And cause we just live in such a culture of like pro- productivity over happiness. Like that's, yeah. you know, you need to be productive. You need to be, you know, with your baby 24 seven and you need to be working all the time. And if you're resting, then you're losing out on time. You could be making money or you could be making memories or yeah. all these things. It's like, whoa, we're just people like at the end of the day, like, so yeah, I like how they're all kind of adding up. I think that's a good one. Yeah. Balance in the new year, balance and boundaries, catches having some boundaries. Yeah. Um, yeah. So then my third one, not as fun. I kind of this year want to prioritize I like being vulnerable I want to be a little more like I think this is my year of like starting therapy (laughs) for sure and um 2022 was like kind of a dark year there was like a lot of grief like I said I I was really sick a lot of Mm -hmm. people I lost a lot of people that were important to me Mm -hmm. and naturally I'm like a very private person somebody who's like who isolates a lot and um I'm I recognize that that's not healthy and so I feel Mm -hmm. like this is my this is a year where I'm really going to prioritize like like therapy but also utilizing like the relationships in my life and just kind of trying to be more open and honest um I I've been hanging out with my brother the last couple weeks um, since Christmas and since before Christmas. And he's so good at that. And I'm like, he's so good at being like, well, this is how I'm feeling. Like, this is like what I've gone through. And I'm like, oh. yeah. and I, I like recognizing myself that I'm almost like, like, it. I'm like, okay, well, like, I'm fine to listen to you, but like, I never want to re- return the favor. I never want to reciprocate. And he's like, um, like, tell us, like, how are you feeling? And I'm like, oh man, like, I do want to be better at that. Cause I do think that that's not a good trait to have to like, not be able to tell people how you're, you're feeling. Yeah. Um, so I want to work on that this year and shout out to my brother. Cause that's like, it's just a skill. I guess he naturally has always had that he can just tell you his whole life and he's not embarrassed about anything. And I'm like, wow what a life so we'll see I feel like it's I hope it's um like a healing year that's Mm -hmm. my hope for this year yeah I love that a lot I can be the same way where I am I feel like I'm more open with people I'm not as close to but people I'm really Mm -hmm. close to especially family I'm like yeah I always put it on I'm like how are you oh yeah you know that little thing but it's okay just move on like mm -hmm. but it's okay to be honest and vulnerable but it's hard yeah it is okay what's your last one my last one is that I want to send more mail to people so write letters send send photos especially to the grandparents who aren't on social media I feel like they would just enjoy getting little photos of like the kids and us and getting to see our lives especially the ones who don't live close to us and don't get to see us much and they 
do not know how to work a smartphone, just getting to send them those things. And I did this a lot with one of my friends in high school. She was so good about it. She would send us receipts. So like if she was somewhere she would send us her little receipt like if she went got coffee somewhere you know because it like shows their little coffee order and shows where they were at a certain time and I just thought that was such like a funny little thing she was so creative and quirky like that that she would send us her little receipts and just little things in the mail like literally puts a receipt in an envelope and sends it to you like very star girl very mysterious yeah main character energy no truly she is a main character I love her but I want to, and I really only do that if someone else starts it out. But this year mm-hmm. I have all my friends' addresses because I got them all for Christmas cards. And I want to just mail things and just yeah. be the main character who sends quirky little mail to people. So get ready. You do might it. get a receipt from me. <laughs> I, no, I'm I'm ready. I'm, I want them. Um, my cousin that was in town in Tucson that lives in Canada was just asked me to be her pen pal. I was that's like, really yes, Shelly, like I'll be your pen pal. So that's so fun. It's really cute. And I was thinking of that because whenever I was a summer staffer at Eagle, we did not have our phones. Like, you know, you guys, where I live, I don't even have cell phone, like service I have to use wi-fi calling to call people like I live in the wilderness and obviously I am like in touch with the modern day and can use my wi-fi but when you're a little summer staffer you don't have your phone or they shouldn't and now these kids on their phones back in my day (laughs) we didn't have our phones but I just remember like using like disposable cameras and we would all have pen pals you would like see the mailbox every week just full of letters to and from people and that's what you did to like stay in touch with your friends as you would write letters and um, I still have the letters you wrote me like when yeah write letters when you were at Eagle yeah because like what are you're just like kind of sitting on the bench waiting for your group to arrive and most of the time when we have that idle time we like sit and scroll on our phone but I just loved that time in my life where people would just bring out a book they were reading or like have their little fun pens and writing letters. So maybe if so I sweet. start implementing that into my real life, that'll re-spark the summer staffers to uh, be main characters and not be so caught up in getting the Wi-Fi passwords. But <laughs> Listen to that, Gen Z. You can be the main character in your own no. story. I'm like, maybe I'm just, maybe I'm just old and washed up. <laughs> That's so good. I love that. Well, those are our resolutions. I, I'm always interested like to hear other people's resolutions. And I know some people are like starkly against them, but I love them. Like I love to think about what I want to do and, and it's only once a year. So I'm like, once a year I can plan what I want to do for the year. Yeah, I think it's important with New Year's resolutions to be really honest about yourself. And I think more so it's a time to reflect on what you enjoyed about your year the previous year and to also really set aside time to think, how do I want to go into the new year? Like, what are things that I've been wanting to do and have been thinking about? Like, this is a good time to start it. And I feel like the things that don't go well are when you just pick something completely out of your personality trait where you're suddenly like, 
I will be a new person. Like I will drink yeah. three gallons of water a day where you like usually drink like- Like when I, like, when I used to be like, I'm going to go to the gym. Like everyone yeah. was laughing. Everyone's like, girl, no. <laughs> and it's not that. And it's like, that's not you. And so I think- No, like being, it's just not going to happen. Like it's not, yeah. you know, it's not it for me. And that's okay. Yeah. And I think what's important is like, picking something that you truly want to do, not something that Mm -hmm. other people or society just tells us. Like, these are the five New Year's resolutions. Save money, lose weight, and I don't know what else people do. Yeah, better. Yeah, better. Like, eat more broccoli. Like, I don't know. Those Mm -hmm. things are always going to be around, and we always have Mondays for those things to suddenly, in the middle of the night, decide to be different. But I think picking things that will actually bring you joy are so important for the new year. Exactly. Yeah. Cause like we're gearing up, like, I mean, life is hard. Pick things that you actually want to do that are going to make you happy. And if, because if it's not going to make you happy, you're probably not going to do it. (laughs) You know, like it, that's just, that's human nature. Like you're probably going to put that on the back burner. So, so I love our resolutions. I think they're good. Yeah. You guys should share your resolutions with us, whether it's in our comments or DM us, but we love hearing. And especially this week, it's such a quiet and calm week that we actually get to have the brain energy to think about the new year and what we want to do and think about I remember one year my new year's resolution was to be a better cat mom (laughs) because I was living at home and we had our perfect little cat Indy who has since gone to cat heaven but I remember being like be the okay you did not know this I did not (laughs) wait I'm about to cry no I cannot talk about this but the little cat Indy Guys, we had this little tiny cat. I suddenly became obsessed with cats. I'm not really an animal person. I'm going to be honest with you. They kind of scare me. They are really we messy. Common, yeah. We're not yeah. really animal people, but I love my family pets. And maybe that's just because they smell like us. They are clean. We trust them. <laughs> we trust them. And we always had dogs growing up. Like we had like an outdoor cat who was like randomly around forever, but we never like had a kitty. And I remember my sister got a cat before you moved to New Mexico, like her senior year. And he was so cute or she, her name was Bambi, but then she died. And then after Bambi, I was like obsessed with cats and I would always go to my friend's house and just like want to hold her cat. Like it was like my therapy animal. <sighs> and I finally like begged Tracy and I was like, please mom, like, can we get a cat? And we went to this little shelter and adopted a little kitty named Indy. And she was half tabby, half minks, and minks don't have tails. So she had a little half tail. She was like the widest little cat with half a tail. It wasn't cut off or anything. Like she just was half minks. So she had a little stub and she was just so sweet. The softest little cat, like the cuddliest little cat. Like people would meet Indy and be like, I don't usually like cats, but I like your cat. Like she was a stuffed animal like and she was so tiny I don't know if she was the runt but she was literally so tiny she later had kittens and her little kitten Lulu we kept one of them Lulu literally was bigger than her yeah (laughs) and you outgrew her fast (laughs) like literally her child outgrew her and she was my little soulmate like I loved her so much and when I was in college and living at home and about to graduate 
she went missing. And for a few days, I was really worried because my parents started to kind of be like, okay, we're over the indoor cat thing. Like they always want to be outside anyway. They're just going to be like outdoor indoor cats. Like they can come yeah. in if they want, but we're not going to chase them because they would just like bolt outside. Yeah. Like, like my son, like they were like, we are, we belong outside. And then one day I was in the backyard and I heard her meowing and I was like, oh, I know her Indy. meow. Like, I know that's Indy. And she, I went to our creepy neighbor's house and this man opens the door and I was like, hi, like our cat's missing. And I know this sounds really weird, but I feel like I can hear her crying in your garage. Like, can I go look? And he was like, oh yeah. And so he was like, I think she's in this little crawl space in my garage. And so I'm like, okay, let like, me just like, this could be the end. I'm like, let me just, I'll be right back. And so I go home and I'm like, mom, I'm going into this man's crawl space in his garage. If I do not come back in five minutes, I am being murdered. Like you need to come get me. Run. (laughs) Yeah. And so I go in there and literally it is so creepy. He's like, this man, I don't even know. Like he lives in this big house by himself. I think he's so mysterious, but I go in his crawl space and Indy is there. She like comes out and I'm like, Indy. And I rescued her and then I moved to Washington. I should have taken her, but I come back for, maybe it's the first time I come to visit or the second or third time and Indy is gone. My mom's like, I don't know. She, you know, she loved running away. She ran away. She's gone. And I was like, she tells us another family adopted her. I think she just tells us that to make us feel better yeah she's like she was a smart cat she's probably living with someone else and I'm like she is dead in a gutter but we still have her little baby Lulu yeah it's really sweet I should have taken Indy when I when I could have but I don't know why we started talking about cat but yeah that was one of my new year's resolutions Oh yeah, to, to be, be a better cat mom, that should be mine too. To be the person Indy like, mom. Birdie's like to be the person Indy would want me to be. <laughs> no, literally I sometimes that. I'm literally like, should I name my next child Indy? Like after my cat. And uh, my mom's like, no. <laughs> but I've seen little boys named Indy no, and it's kind of cute. But it is kind of an animal. No, I name. think it is cute yeah I mean Indy Blue like we all know her oh yeah Um, this child would never live that down that's true yeah my my cat's joining us um dang well I'm glad that we have fun resolutions we have a lot to work on we have stuff to do and I feel hopeful about this year like I think this could be a good one for us we're gonna Mm -hmm. turn 26 which is crazy. crazy. That's like next month. Well, me for next month. Yeah, but... you're close. Yeah. Yikes. That's weird. I still feel like but 22. I know. Well, that's our pandemic age, right? Like you you just subtract two and that's how old you really are. So <laughs> no, I am truly forever 23. <laughs> yeah. Love okay. that. All right, you guys, share your news re- New Year's resolutions with us. Happy 2023. We're so excited for a new year with you guys of podcasting. Thank you for 500 downloads. That is a fun milestone for us. It's just the beginning and we'll see you next week.